0: You're listening to Andover Airwaves, which is produced by Andover Public Schools in Andover, Kansas. Hello and welcome to another episode of Andover Airwaves, our podcast about all things Andover Public Schools. I'm your host, Terry Rombeck. It's April, and for most students and parents, that means the end of the school year is just around the corner. But another group of students and parents are starting to turn their sights towards the next school year with our annual Kindergarten Preview events coming up. In this episode, we'll talk about what to expect at those events, how to prepare for kindergarten, and what you and your incoming kindergartner could be doing now to get ready for the fall. To do that, we're joined by two kindergarten teachers. Kayla Nelson teaches kindergarten at Prairie Creek Elementary. Welcome. Hello. And Heather Rainey teaches The Little Ones at Wheatland Elementary. Welcome. Hi. And we're also joined today by Sherry Rooks, who is the principal at Cottonwood Elementary School. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: So let's start big picture. Um, for parents who have a, a kindergartner getting ready for the fall, and it, it might be the family's first or it might not be, I guess, I would imagine there's like a whole range of emotions that kind of come up uh, as, as that process starts. What do you guys hear from parents most often?
2: Um, We always see kind of a range of emotions. We have parents who are really nervous. They don't know what to expect, what it's going to look like. To the parents who are really excited, their kids are ready. They want to go make new friends and learn new things. So as kindergarten teachers, we're used to seeing it all and we're ready for it. We, We see kids with all different emotions and parents with all different emotions. So we're ready for it. And Just know we're here for that journey and we'll meet you and your kid wherever you are.
3: Yeah, I think um, one of the most often asked questions we get is, do you think my child is ready for kindergarten? (laughs) And it's hard to answer, first of all, from a teacher's perspective because we don't know the child yet. But what we always say is, you know, you know your child best and, um, you know, that's kind of what our job is, is to bring them in and... um, Kind of meet them where they are like you were saying um to build on their abilities and experiences and um, make them fall in love with
1: school and learning hopefully yeah
0: i'm mr rickson i assume that's a question you probably get at the principal level quite a bit too
1: it is am i ready and uh, what is the building like and what can we expect i think that is a big part of it are my kids going to feel safe at school um what are you going to do um to to make sure that my kid is safe um so we talk a little bit about Um, Doors locked and, um, you know, are my teachers going to love my kids no matter who they are? And um, how are they going to get around the building? And and little things like that. Those are the questions I think I get the most.
0: uh, And for the the parents that are nervous and you can tell they're nervous, what's your message to them? What do you tell them?
1: We'll be okay. (laughs) One day at a time and we are going to be okay. I um, We haven't lost any kids. Um, yet uh, we always find them um, but we um, we do our best to take care of them and and it, the more information that we have about them I think up front the more that um, we can do um, to give them a good placement in a, in a classroom with a loving caring teacher and, um, and and just to be able to provide some supports for those kiddos too if they need some extra support
2: mm-hmm.
0: is that something you guys hear at the classroom level that, that those nerves are or by the time Absolutely,
3: yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Definitely, if it's a first time, if it's an oldest child that's starting kindergarten for the first time, they have lot they have a lot of questions. Um, If it's a parent who's had one or two come through, they're usually a little bit more relaxed about it, but they tend to um, last the last kid that comes through in their family. That always kind of makes some emotional. Um, feelings but um, yeah we always just really try our best to make them feel um, to let them know that we treat their children like we would want our children to be treated and we take care of them and we love them and um, we do the very best for them that we can so
0: yeah I can't imagine anybody asking for anything more right right?
2: I was going to say we are really protective of, over them at the very beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I know all the teachers that we work together and we think through all the scenarios of, oh, how are they going to get to lunch? Parents, I know that's a big question. Mm-hmm. We make sure they get there. The office works really well, they get plenty of staff through. So we try to think through from beginning to end of their whole day how are they going to get home? How are they going to get to lunch? Are they gonna make friends? We watch for it. We're ready for it. Just know it's it's been planned for.
0: I would think one of the ways uh, that we, as a district, uh, kind of get that information out to parents through our k- kindergarten preview event, which used to be called Kindergarten Roundup. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Brooks, p- parents come in. Uh, each of our elementaries does this. This year, it'll be on April 5th, 6.30 mm-hmm. p.m. At each of the six elementaries. What can people expect when they come in? What can parents expect?
1: Um, I think all of the principals um, have a presentation that we would like to share, just a little bit about our building, a little bit about our staff, um, kind of an introduction moment for all of our parents. I think the thing that would help us the most is if they could bring a copy of their birth certificate and uh, proof of residency, and then any immunization records that are available, we would love to have those. That way we're not standing around making copies, so if they can bring those, that's great. If they want to email those to the uh, school uh, secretaries, that would be even better. Then they have them, and they can start their file, their cube um, files, because those will follow them forever. So, all of that information uh, would be great to have. We will um, talk to them, like I said, about the school a little bit, kind of um, what their day might look like in kindergarten. Uh, and then they get to go down to the classrooms and take a look at the at the classrooms. So more of it's just an informational meeting. Um, and if you have neighbors or anything like that that you think you might have, that might have a kindergartner, please encourage them to get a hold of the office because that way we know a little bit more about class size and kind of what we have to look forward to um, in August.
0: And if somebody's listening to this and they haven't called their neighborhood school to let mm-hmm. them know, this would be a good time to let them know they have a kid coming in the Great. fall, right? Yes. Yeah. And you mentioned kind of just the routine of kindergarten, what that's like. I thought maybe the two of you could talk. I'm sure every teacher is a little bit different. Every school is a little bit different. But in general, what what's a day look like in, in the kindergarten world?
3: Um, well, we um, stick to a pretty good schedule. Um, you know, for the younger kids, if they know what's coming, it's always helpful. So um, at our day, our day at Wheatland, um, we start out with um, just morning routines morning jobs Um, we go into literacy centers which um, go for about an hour Um, we have some help that comes in to run our small groups we have whole group time Um, basically go out to recess to lunch come back have a little bit of a quiet time downtime. we don't call it nap time at least i don't at my close room Just a little bit of quiet time, um, let their brains rest a little bit, get ready for a math block, which we usually get to have fun in math for about an hour. Um, We get to go to art, music, and PE um, during our day. Uh, Library once a week, which they love. Um, Then, of course, snack time. I mean, we have to have have snack. Very important. Very important. Um, We have our second recess, and that kind of wraps our day up. So...
0: Yeah. And she mentioned, uh, you and I talked, Ms. Uh, Nelson before, but the uh, the group time is really important. You know, different kids are coming in at different, different levels of different abilities. Talk me through a little bit about how that group time kind of helps you guys uh, provide a personalized education for each kid.
2: Yes. Yeah, so the first month of school, we work really hard to get to know the students. We want to know not only their favorite color and their favorite toy, but we also want to know their ability levels in math, in reading, and writing, because then we take that information and we use it to make groups where we have students who are working at their level for reading and for math, even for writing. Um, and in kindergarten, kids come in where some are working on letters and I've had some reading chapter books. So we're ready to meet kids wherever they are and to keep their education going. Um, We love it when they come in knowing their name and letters and numbers, but we also know that's a little bit harder for some kids. So getting to know them and their ability levels is huge for us, so that then we can do that individualized instruction or that small group instruction to meet them where they are. Yeah,
0: now obviously it's early and I imagine parents don't need to be worried too much about uh, skills and things like that, but I suppose it's probably not too early to start talking to your kid about kindergarten and just what to expect. What are some things you guys would find helpful if parents would start sort of talking to their kids um, just to get them already emotionally or, or socially or whatever for, for the fall?
3: Well, I think um, some of the big things are just um, what we would think of as easier things, like zipping up their coat, um, tying their shoes. <laughs> um Knowing their last name. I know at our school, when they go to car pickup, they call by last name. So kind of teaching them to be able to hear their last name is a really good thing. Oh, having them practice sitting and being able to listen for about five to 10 minutes, just to stories. And a lot of kids are really good at that already. But um, in a whole group, it gets kind of tricky when you have 18 to 20 kids. And um, but having them maybe do that Holding their pencils and crayons correctly, we get a lot of funny pencil grips lately. I think it's all be- I think it's because of the iPads and you know the touch screens and things like that. But um, that makes it real tricky for them when we do a lot of writing and coloring in kindergarten, obviously. So um, watching out for that and
0: kind of uh, harder to unlearn some of those things once they're really
3: is. It. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> be surprised. So
2: yeah, um, I think some important self help things. We don't go into the bathroom with our kids. We expect them to be independent. So for them to be able to meet all their needs in the bathroom, um, buttoning, zipping, wiping, all of those good things. Um, the lunchroom can be hard if they don't know how to open their snack packages. Um, milk cartons are something that most kids haven't been exposed to. Spangles sells milk and cartons. Um, but just getting teaching them how to open up their Cheez-Its or their ziploc baggies those are th- things that sometimes we don't think about practicing with kids but once they get into that lunchroom they're waiting for an adult to come help them to do and they could start eating quicker if they were able to do it on their own
0: yeah we forget the kids don't come pre programmed for these things so mm-hmm. would, and maybe even those... a
1: little bit of I, I think learning how to share um and and not necessarily group sports but maybe some group activities so that they know that there's other people around them i think that is super important because they um you know in that classroom there's. There's one teacher and um, 20 kids. So being able to know that there's other kiddos around them. Um, I, you know, T-ball is a lot of fun, even though that they may not know how to play. But just some activities where they're around other kids is, I think, real beneficial as well. And I would agree. Opening milk um, and <laughs> things in the lunchroom is super important for us that are in the lunchroom because we are – Walking around all the time and and not packing um, a gourmet meal, maybe that with seven courses um, for our kiddos, because a lot of times they're hungry, but there's so much going on in the lunchroom, they don't have time to eat a lot. So um, just thinking about what they like and what they'll eat, and um, we do ask them to eat, but that doesn't necessarily get done because they they're busy. They've got a lot to say in there. So.
2: <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: That,
1: but that would help us a lot. Yeah.
0: So we talked a little bit about what how to get kids ready for this process, but parents might need a little bit of emotional uh, preparation as well. So what can they be doing to kind of help that process for when the, the big day comes in the fall?
3: So as a parent, to prepare yourself, I think, um, to take your little cherub to kindergarten, um, it, it it is emotional, and there are tears on both sides, parents and children. But um, I think as parents are thinking about it, just knowing that we are encouraging students to become independent, as as independent as they can. Um, They can help maybe dropping off if you're, you know, someone who likes to walk your kid all the way into the classroom. The first couple days, okay, but after that, let them feel like a big kid and do it on their own because they can do it. They learn their way around very quickly. some other things just expect i think if you know that your kid is going to come home tired from kindergarten they may be a little cranky they may even fall asleep on the ride home i've heard that a lot of times that um, what did you do to my kid <laughs> they <laughs> fell asleep at 6 30 last night um, expect that the first maybe month or or so of school they're going to be tired they may be cranky um, they're definitely going to want after school snacks um, we all do, to be fair.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs>
3: um, just know that we will communicate with you um, a lot. Uh, if anything happens throughout the day, I know the nurse's office will contact you. Or if the teachers think that it's something, you know, yeah, I probably better let mom or dad or the adult um, know, we'll you know, definitely reach out to you. So expect that you're going to hear from us a lot. So it's not always bad news. Sometimes we like to call and say, hey, guess what I saw today and something wonderful for that child um, that we want to share. So um, just, just know that it's okay to allow your baby to become independent. Um, maybe even getting them ready for that at home. I, I remember with my kids, um, I would have them unload and load the dishwasher and you know, put their dirty clothes in the right place, things like that, just just to kind of make them feel like, yeah, I can do this. And mm-hmm. so.
1: Very cool.
2: I think another thing is getting them ready emotionally. So kids feed off of us all the time. So if parents are feeling really nervous, I'm sure you are. I felt it. I have a kindergartner this year, but I knew he was going to be fine. And it's way more important for him to see that I'm excited and I'm ready for his journey to begin. So he feeds off of that instead of the anxiety or the nerves. Of, is he going to make a good friend? So even driving past the school and be like, when you start kindergarten, that's your school.
0: You guys talked about building up that excitement for, for kindergarten. And one of the ways we can do that is through kindergarten visitation. We give kids a little little taste of what that's like. And uh, what, what can people expect when the kids come in and get that little, little uh, visitation day?
2: So, just to be clear, we want to make sure parents know there's that information night and then there's a kindergarten visitation on top of that. So kids will get to come into school on a regular school day, they'll stay for a couple hours and we'll take them to recess and we'll show them around our building and we'll read a story and play with toys. Really we're just trying to start that relationship where they're getting excited for school and they remember all the great things about kindergarten there's swings and there's a slide and there's blocks to build with. And my teacher will read me a story and she's happy to see me. So that's what that visitation is for, just to just to get them excited and have that little taste of what school might feel like for them.
1: And a bus ride, don't forget that. That's, cool. They love the bus ride, even if it's just a little <laughs> around the neighborhood, they love riding the bus for the first time. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's a big deal. It is a big deal. The kid thing to do. And another
2: snack.
1: And, and another snack, yes. yes. wrong. <laughs>
0: So let me ask you one final question. You guys, all three of you get to work around kindergartners. um, And what's what's that like? I mean, what drives you and what's kind of your favorite parts of of getting to be around that age of kid?
3: Um, Well, this is actually my 10th year as a kindergarten teacher at Wheatland. And um, a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of my teacher friends, a lot of parents say, how in the world do you do this? Um, And for me... I, it is so exciting to see the growth that happens in kindergarten. Um, We have kiddos that come in like we were talking about earlier that some barely know names of letters, some are reading. Um, It is just so exciting to see the growth, the academic growth, the emotional growth, um, obviously the physical growth because they do grow a lot. That's always fun to see at the end of the year. uh, I take pictures of them beginning of the year and end of the year and we compare them and they just can't believe it, how much they've grown. And um, so for me, that's that's the exciting part of teaching kindergarten, um, just that growth, growth that I get to see. And I mean, I get to come today, come to school every day and color and, <laughs> you know, do puzzles. And so it's, it's really fun. I, there's not a day that I'm not laughing and goofing around with my little five-year-olds and I mean that's amazing.
2: Sounds like fun, <laughs> Super <for> fun. Sure. <laughs> I agree there's so many reasons to love kindergarten that's why I want to be here every day and um, it's so fun to get to be part of the first you know they've never rode the school bus before they've never ate in the cafeteria and they're so excited and I can show excitement for anything and they'll follow right along because they're happy to be at school. They're happy to make friends. And it's so fun to be on that journey with them. When they learn something, light bulb moment, you can mm. see it. Their expression, everything lights yeah. up. Yeah. Watching them learn to read is amazing. It's the super best feeling. Cool.
3: It is super cool.
2: So there's, I could go on for hours on all the amazing <laughs> things that happen in kindergarten. It's That's just awesome. so fun.
0: And mister you're kind of in, it just because of Cottonwood's proximity to the middle school and the high school, you're kind of in a neat spot to be able to, probably more so than other schools, like literally watch these kids who've gone from kindergarten through the different stages of, of their schooling. Yeah,
1: that and I've been here a long time. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I know, it's that. okay. You can say that. Uh, it is nice to see them and they um, are okay. They're they're all okay in one way or another. It's it's fun to see them go from kindergarten to fifth grade. Um, and we do a little video that shows their little growth and their their little um, cap and gown and things at the end of the year and then what they want to be when they grow up and then what they uh, do in fifth grade and then to see them graduate, um, 13 years later, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so the, I will say kindergarten probably tells the best stories, um, and they love you unconditionally. I think that's the best part for me. Um, mm-hmm. no matter how many times you say be quiet in the cafeteria, they still come up and give you a big hug. <laughs> so they are, they are pretty, this is a pretty special group most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think one thing that kindergarten teachers have always told me, I love the independent piece of it. To continue to work on making them independent, they will love you, and they'll still be independent, and it's okay for them to be independent. It's okay for them to take out the trash. It's okay for them to um, write their own name. It's okay for them to do those things, but um, continue to work on that. I mean, because the more independent we make them in in school and in home, the better off they will be as individuals growing up. I um, so. I think that's super important. And then the other piece is uh, one kindergarten teacher told me once or told their parents think about what your kiddos say when they get home and (laughs) then think about what, think about that story and then think about what they're telling us. She didn't say it that way, but we hear a lot of things in kindergarten. And so I think one helped me. it's like that
2: line of, if you believe half of what they tell you, I'll believe half of what that's they it. tell me. There yes. we go. Because they are <laughs> their
1: stories. Good job. Yes.
2: I'm like, I know it sounds like that.
1: one, like, because there's a lot of stories that we hear about home, too. Um, and so think about both sides there. They're creative. They're very creative. A lot of yes. extra sharing. Yes. 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 I have called a couple of parents. Are, is, are you moving? <laughs> I, I heard that. No. I'm like, well, that's just what we heard. So. Yeah, We Think hear lots of stars. vacation yes. stories. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Lots of good. good. Love it. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks to all three of you for being part of this and for the conversation. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was great fun. It was super fun.
0: That does it for this episode of Andover Airwaves. Thanks for tuning in. If you have a topic you'd like us to explore on a future episode, shoot us a note at info at usd385.org. Again, that's info at usd385.org. Thanks and have a great day. back.